Welcome to the Navigate with Nate podcast, where young professionals come to collaborate and take the small steps in their big journeys. Hello, fellow navigators from sunny West Palm Beach. I am your host, Nate Arias. This is episode number one, where we will be talking about the power of thank you in emails. Now let's get to it. You know, many of us are working remotely these days and email has become one of the most prominent means of communication in our work life. And as an introvert, comfortable communication looks different to those you know who are extroverts. We tend to turn within to ourselves versus, you know, speaking out to others first. So when I found out, you know, emails is the way to go, I couldn't be more ecstatic to use it to talk to my coworkers. I can process, you know, what's given to me. I can think about what I want to say before I say it. The chances of me messing up the words that I'm going to say in front of others is, you know, pretty much gone because I can reread what I wrote. I can get my point across. I don't have to worry about someone speaking over me or, you know, talking loudly and, you know, getting my point mixed up from what I'm trying to say. And the best part, I'm not expected to respond right away. I can respond when I'm ready and when I've processed what I've read. So now that, you know, we're using this preferred method of communication with our coworkers, how can we take advantage of that? Simply two words, thank you. And I hear at Navigate with Nate, we're, we're trying to really do those small steps and change those small habits in you that would make very big impacts. And simply saying thank you is one of those it can take your email game to the next level. And, you know, don't get this confused with like those, oh, sincerely, you know, best regards types of, you know, signature sign offs that you see in emails. We've seen those enough times. They just kind of get glanced over and, you know, no one really pays attention to those. The thank yous that I'm trying to refer to is, you know, really more genuine, more meaningful. You know, when you don't come across fake, but real. When you're real, your likability goes up, you know, and the chances of people responding correctly also goes up. And there are many ways that this thank you can be used. But, you know, I'll give you a couple examples of, you know, its effectiveness and how you could use it in your everyday life when you're writing emails to your coworkers. A majority of the emails that we send to our coworkers is, you know, asking them for favors or, you know, a question. Hopefully you have good rapport with them so, you know, they they do answer it. Um, But don't let the interaction stop there. Our coworkers are taking time out of their day to answer your questions or do what you've asked. And time is the most precious resource we have in this world. Time, you know, can only be spent and never given back. It's only it's always spent. We can't even, you know, it's not like currency or you know, like I only want to spend 5 minutes today. It's like no, it, it time is continuous and is still going. So when our coworkers use that resource, we have to thank them. It's easy to get into a pattern when we ask for something, they do it, just let it be, you know, especially if you're a manager at this age. It's just like, hey, you know, I'm a, they're expected to do what I say. I'm the manager. But, you know, that's how people get into this p- 
pattern where they feel like their jobs are thankless. Especially so if we don't say thank you. Because something neurological happens every time we hear the word thank you. Our brain kind of lights up and gives us a little reward. Hey, you did something good. It gives you that feeling that you use your time well. And that is that power of the thank you email. It only takes a second to draft up. It's kind of like an electronic sticky note you're sending to someone saying, hey, I appreciate what you did. Now, let's say the recipient answers your questions, but they didn't answer it properly, or they didn't do what you've asked correctly. You wouldn't want to thank them for that, right? No, that's wrong. We always thank them. Again, they still took time out of their day to answer our email, correct or not. And if they spent time or resource, we need to thank them for that. And now, emails are not the perfect means of communication. They can misconstrue what we said. Um, so it's a simple thank you for taking that time and acknowledging that they took the time. And then you can go ahead and clarify your point. Without that thank you to start off your email, your, your email kind of sounds negative. Imagine someone saying, hey, that's not what I said, do this. Versus, you know, hey, thanks for the response. I see what you said. Actually, what I'm really looking for is this. There's a difference. One has a lot more positive connotation to it. And so that is just kind of the power of that thank you email. It only takes a second to draft up, but you know, it can really go a long way. Sometimes emails, you know, it's, it's a part of our language, you know, it's how we communicate things, right? And so sometimes we write emails when we're saying sorry, right? Oh, sorry, I forgot to respond. Oh, sorry, I misunderstood what you're asking for. And you know, being apologetic, it's a, it's a good thing. It's a, it shows that you kind of understand the situation. It shows your maturity. It shows that, you know, hey, I was at fault for some of these things. I want to resolve it. But, you know, saying sorry too many times, you know, you start to lose that, you know, maturity and kindness effect and starts to seem like you're not really capable of doing what you've been asked to do. And you don't want to be put into a situation like that if we're always apologizing and apologizing. So how do we fix that? Again, it's with thank you. We have to switch saying sorry to thank you. I, I know it sounds like complete polar opposites. How do you thank someone for being at fault? But like, hear me out for these examples. Let's say you forget to send an email. Instead of saying, sorry, I forgot to respond to you, say, thank you for your patience. When you're asking for like a big favor of someone, say, oh, sorry, you know, instead of, sorry, I have to ask you to do this, say, hey, thanks for helping me out with this. Or let's say you misunderstood what someone was asking you. Say, sorry, I misunderstood what you said to thank you for the clarification. You know, that's, again, that little small baby step in our language of flipping sorry to thank you that completely changes the tone of your email. You can still acknowledge your fault, but you're spinning it in a positive light and in a way that you can appear kind, mature, and confident. And lastly, saying thank you when the other person doesn't. I know 
you know, especially as a young professional, you're working up with a lot of managers, some higher ups. They're very busy. They're flooded with emails. They are always just sending you like, hey, do this. Bye. You know, they don't say thank you. They don't acknowledge it. You can draft up some amazing response that answers all of their questions and you kind of get like a, okay. Those are the most difficult times to say thank you. But those are the most important times. Dealing with, uh, you know, managers and higher ups, they have a lot of responsibilities. And, you know, again, time is a resource. And unfortunately, some, some of these managers don't take the time to say thank you. But it doesn't mean they don't notice. That's the most important part. Still keep up with the thank yous. You know, if they realize that, you know, you respond to them, you say thank you, you give them exactly what they'll need. When a big project comes around, they'll know who they can turn to. They can turn to the person that responds to them, that gives them what they need, that is prompt. You know, if you want to fight fire with fire, all you're going to do is get fire. But if you try to get um, more of a, a positive approach with a thank you, you know, you're trying to start fire, um, trying to fight fire with, you know, water. And hopefully that dissipates, you know, any kind of negativity or any type of, you know, difficult situation that this manager is putting you in by asking you to use this favor. So when you're saying thank you to those that may not deserve it, it will be difficult, but continue on with the thank yous it, it'll keep your habit going it'll put you in a positive light and when it comes time to it where you know reviews or feedbacks annual type of bonuses come around you're gonna thank yourself for saying thank you so now with this power of the thank you emails i challenge you go through your emails see how you could have rephrased some of them and utilized the power of the thank you to change the tone and you know the effectiveness of what you've written and you know moving forward you know before you hit that send button reread your emails make sure you're expressing appreciation for the time that the person has used to respond to you adding thank you adds that level of sincerity and kindness that you know is hard to come across during these unprecedented times and in a short time, I know you will start to see a shift in how people respond to you and how appreciative they've become to them and to you as well. Thank you for listening to the Navigate with Nate podcast, episode one the power of the thank you email. I wanted to take this time to show my deep appreciation to all of you for your support. This is a brand new channel. I hope you can follow me as well on Facebook, Instagram. You can find me, uh, my blog at navigatewithnate.com where you can get exclusive content and first notice of when any new posts come. Join us next time where we'll be discussing worry and how to battle that in our next podcast. But until next time, remember, big journeys begin with small steps. So just keep moving.